Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today on this beautiful Mother's Day. We're so excited to have you a part of our service today. We're going to get started here in just a few minutes. But before we do, I just want to come on and say good morning to you. We're so glad to have you a part of today's service. And we're just going to have a good time today. Amen. And so if this is your first time to to watch us today, I want to encourage you to text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. We would love to communicate with you. We promise not to spam you, send you crazy emails every day. Uh, but we do want to send you a gift today in the mail to just thank you for watching this morning. Also, if you want to give this morning, you can do so by texting the word GIVE to 936-261-8142, and uh, we'll receive that this week. I want to just welcome home Tina Jordan. She's back home from New York, and uh, we're so thankful for her for her love and her care for the, the patients in New York, and also here locally in our region. Tina, thank you so much for all that you do uh, in this uh, region and during this time of COVID-19. We bless you in Jesus' name. Now, we're going to uh, start service here in just a moment. I do want to make mention that uh, Jeff and I and our, our team will be making a decision here hopefully this week on the reopening of our church camp campus here and so look forward to that that'll be uh hopefully this by the end of this week we'll have a decision for you we've been praying we've been uh, talking to people and uh, we're looking at looking at opening up very soon so uh be watching our facebook page if you're a member of our church be watching the family page and we'll, we'll make that announcement hopefully by the end of this week and so um if you have a prayer request or a praise report make sure you comment there in if you're on facebook in the comment section we'd love to hear from you we'd love to pray with you today is going to be a great day we're going to have great worship a great word so stay tuned we'll be back in about uh, about 10 minutes we love you we will see you soon
morning gathering place family. Let's stand together today. Happy Mother's Day. Ready to worship the Lord. I am free, I am living for eternity, free now forever, you pick me up, turn me around, you set my feet on solid ground, yours now forever. Nothing's gonna hold me back, nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back My chains fell off, my heart was free I'm alive to live for you I'm alive to live for you Amazing love, how can it be? You give everything for me you give everything for me, everything. You wash my sin and shame away. The slate is clean, a brand new day. Free now forever. Now boldly I approach your throne to claim this crown through Christ my own. Yours now forever. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. Nothing's gonna hold me back. My chains fell off. My chains fell off. My heart was free. I'm alive to live for you. I'm alive to live for you. Amazing love. Amazing love. How can it be? everything for me you give everything for me Amazing love. 
your name, Lord. We bless your name, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Good morning, everybody. He takes what the enemy meant for evil and turns it for your good. Aren't you glad about that this morning? Well, we want to welcome you this morning to the gathering place. We're so honored to have you a part of our worship, online worship experience today. Soon and very soon, we're going to be back right here, live in service together. Aren't you excited about that? If you're watching on Facebook, Put a comment, I'm excited about going to church. Hallelujah. Well, this past week, we kicked off our Gather community groups, and it was a great success. Thank you all for those that were able to join uh, this week. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to continue that this week. And if you missed last week, you can pick up right where we left off this past week. And this week, of course, the ladies are going to meet Monday at 630, the, the 6.30. The men, Tuesday at 630. Uh, Wednesday, normal time, 7 o'clock is our midweek service. And then Thursday will be our young adult group at 630. So uh, be a part of it. It's a great time of connecting. Um, and, and we're just having a great time together with that. And then, of course, on um on Saturday, we hope to do a, a worship and prayer time together, probably on our Facebook page. And so if you're able to join us for an hour on Saturday, uh, then you, you can join us then. We'll probably be in the evening time rather than in the morning because most folks are very busy in the morning time on Saturday. Amen. Well, we want to welcome Tina Jordan back from New York in, uh, City, uh, where she served there and helped in, helped in the ICU area. Tina, we're so glad you're home. God bless you. Thank you for all that you do. Amen. Well, it's Mother's Day all over the world today, so we want to honor all of our mothers. Thank you so much for who you are. Thankful that God created you just the way that you are, uniquely His and uniquely you, and we're so honored to run with you, do life with you, and uh, just thank you so much for all that you do for your family and for the kingdom of God. Well, this morning, we want to give you an opportunity to give today. You can do so by uh, texting the word GIVE to 936-261-8142. If this is your first time, there'll be a graphic on the bottom part of your screen that has those uh, numbers there. But if you're this is new, if you're new to the gathering place and would like to connect with us, you can text the word CONNECT to 409-230-0103. Text to GIVE 936 261 8142 or text connect to 409-230-0103. Thank you so much for connecting with us. As you're giving, I just want to take a moment. If you're giving on our on our website, there's some buttons right above the, the screen there that you're watching that you can click that goes directly to a safe and secure donation site. Um, if you're watching on Facebook, the greatest thing to do is go to just do text to give. And so thank you so much for your generosity. We appreciate you. We love you. 
and uh, we thank you for your 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 support. If you have a prayer request or a praise report, right there on Facebook, you can comment there on the bottom, or if you're on our website, just click uh, prayer request, and it goes right to our email, and we'll receive it. And we'll love to spend time in the Lord with you regarding your prayer request. Now, this week we will be making an announcement uh, regarding our opening date. And so be watching our Facebook, be watching our Facebook uh, family page if you're a member of our church, and we'll let you know how what that looks like, how that's going to um, transpire, and when we're going to open. We're very excited about what God is doing. We left one way, but we're coming back a different way, and we're excited for what God is doing. And so I hope each of you can join us on our on our opening day. And again, we'll let you know when that is here in just a little while. I do want to encourage you to continue following uh, the safe hygiene and practice social distancing until our government says our our government says not to if uh, you are uh, considering uh, not coming to church because of COVID-19, I want to encourage you to continue watching us online. But if you're if you would like to come, we would love to have you. Uh, if you will, we hope to have a mask here very soon, as well as our hand sanitizing stations. But we will not have service until those um, uh, those those emer- the merchandise arrives here and is installed for you. We want to be uh, practical. We want to use wisdom, but we also want to return to the house of God as uh, we we believe it's time to begin moving in that direction. So we'll be having some meetings this week and then we'll be announcing a date uh, this, hopefully by the end of this week. Amen. Amen. Let me pray over our giving father. We thank you so much that we're able to sow into your kingdom. Thank you, Lord, that we're not sowing into a man, a woman, but we're, we're literally serving a uh, sowing into the kingdom of the Lord. And we thank you for it. Father, I ask you to bless every giver, bless each one that can't give today. Father, we thank you for both. We thank you, Lord, that your favor goes before us, walks on the side of us, and is behind us. Father, we thank you that your love and your grace extends to us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Here in just a moment, there'll be a graphic on your screen that gives you another t- opportunity to give today. Again, thank you so much. God bless you. We'll be back here in just one moment. Mother's Day looks a lot different this year. (sighs) Mommy needs a quarantine. And our moms may be spending a lot of time with their kids right now. A lot. Like, so, so much time. And even though they love their kids to the moon and back. Mommy! Where are you going? Sometimes moms need a little alone time. Mommy! You know, to recharge. Go talk to daddy. Mommy! Where are you? But no matter what's happening in the world, their favorite way to spend time is with their family. In good times, in hard times. Mom! Hi. You're breaking everything! 
in uncertain times. Thank you, Mom, for making time for us every single day. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I ask that you would watch over us as we go to bed and rest, that you'd speak to us in Bible stories and speak to us in... Mother's Day looks alive. Thank you much for giving today. Let's stand and worship together. Happy Mother's Day. We honor each mom today. So many times I've questioned certain circumstances or things I could not understand. And many times in trials, Weakness blurs my vision And my frustration gets so out of hand It's then I am reminded I've never been forsaken I've never had to stand one test alone As I look at all the victories The spirit rises up in me and it's through the fire my weakness is made strong. Come on, sing it with us. He never promised that the cross would not get heavy and the hill would not be hard to climb. And he never offered Victories without fighting, but he said help would always come in time. Just remember when you're standing in the valley of decision, and the adversary says, Give in, just hold on, and our Lord will show up. And he will take you through the fire again. I know within myself that I would surely perish. But if I trust the hand of Almighty God, he'll shield the flames again, again. He never promised. That the cross would not get heavy And the hill would not be hard to climb Come on, think about it He never offered a victory without fighting But he said help would always come in time Oh, just remember when you're standing In the valley of decision adversary says give in just hold on our Lord will show up and he will take you through the fire again just hold on our God will show up and he will take you through the fire
Wow, well, he'll take you through the fire again. Aren't you glad that God never leaves you or forsakes you? He's always with you through the good, through the bad, ups and downs, never leaves you. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad about that? We could have just gone on and gone on and gone on on that song. Hallelujah. When we get back to church, we will <laughs> go on and go on and go on. And so, again, I want to thank you so much for joining us this morning. I'm honored to have my mom here today. She's going to share the word of the Lord with you today. And I want you to open up your hearts, open up your Bibles, grab a cup of coffee, kick off your shoes, and we're going to we're gonna have a conversation today. I believe it's going to really touch you. It's going to touch your heart, touch areas of your heart that need uh, a t- fresh touch from God today. And uh, I want to thank my mom so much for joining us today and leading us in on this message. And I just uh, believe it's a word from the Lord. I've already had the opportunity to hear her preach it. And so I want you to, uh, to enjoy it again, open up your heart and get ready for the word of the Lord. Let's welcome my mom as she comes today. You want to hug me? Oh, no, I do. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, good morning. I mean, after that, I, uh, I didn't think I could really go on. Uh, am I on? Um, that's just about my favorite song. And it always comes up when I feel like I've gone through some fire. When I've gone through some pain. I'm not going to say suffering. I hope everybody out there is having a good day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy, happy Mother's Day. What a beautiful day the Lord's given us, right? Anyway, um, I'm not going to take long, but I am going to share something that um, has been affecting me a lot lately. Uh, first, let's let's bow our heads and, and pray. Father God, I just thank you for all that you've done for us during this time, Father. You kept each of us safe. And you've kept each of us covered. Yes, we've been a little inconvenienced, but overall, each of us is well. During times like this, Lord, you never fail to show us that you are in control. No matter the good, the bad, the in-between, Father, you're always there. You're always with us. You're always thinking of us first. Father, I thank you, Father God, that through the unexpected, the sad, the difficult times, Father God, that we're overcomers, Father. We need to be reminded that we are overcomers, Lord God. Father, I ask you to lead me this morning by your precious Holy Spirit. I ask you to choose my words. Lord, I want your will to be done here today. Not mine, but yours. And I take authority over any demonic spirit that would come in to try to twist my words and try to cause confusion. I speak forth revelation knowledge of the words that come out of my mouth because they're not going to be my words, but they're going to be your words. I speak healing to everyone who needs healing, whether it be physical, mental, financial, anything. Father, I thank you for healing to begin. I give you thanks and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Well, it's been some different times, hasn't it? Really different times. Um, Pastor asked me to share, I guess, 
a couple of weeks ago, he called and he said, I want you to do this, this, and this. And I was like, uh, ain't no way I'm going to get up there and do anything, you know? And so I thought, well, Lord, what am I going to share? Everything that I would like to share has already been shared by many people, even, even by pastor. So I thought, well, all right, just give me a hint about what you want me to say, what you want me to share with everybody. And you know what? It was like the more I asked, the more I thought about it, the more frustrated I got. You know, frustration, frustration. I thought, my God, why do I have so much frustration? I'm sure none of y'all get frustrated. I know my husband's sitting back there, and he's with me today, and he's probably saying, yeah, frustration. Yeah, you, you had frustration, all right. I thought, what is frustration? So I looked it up. Let's see, I want to get this right. Frustration is feeling annoyed because you have the inability to do something or the inability to change something. It could be something that you're doing or something that someone else is doing, but it frustrates you. And right now, people are really frustrated with the lifestyle that they've had to live. Uh, because they've had to be in their homes. They couldn't go around doing the things that they're used to doing. Um, I've tried to I've tried to stay away from Facebook, but I've been reading a lot of the stuff people are saying, and I'm thinking, just enjoy your home. I mean, and do things in your home that you haven't been able to do, and now you have the time to do it. Uh, I, I was remembering how growing up, my parents would talk about the depression and everything that they had to go to. And God reminded me, we're not the first ones to go through something like this. And we may not be the last. This may not be the last time that we see anything like this. And then I thought, what is a pandemic? Where do they get these words? I know I heard somebody say it was panorama. I thought, panorama? But anyway, you've got a pandemic and you have an epidemic. When I was growing up, they had the epidemic of, I think it was measles, but it wasn't a pandemic. A pandemic travels from one region to another region to another region to another region. It has no barriers. It goes around like it has a passport to go in and out of different places where an epidemic is spread through community. Like we could have an ep epidemic of chicken pox, you know, or flu like we sometimes have during school times. And then I thought, okay, so epidemic, pandemic, what about coronavirus? Where did they get that name coronavirus? Well, we all know corona means crown well what happened is when they looked under the microscope they saw that virus and it was literally haloed with what looks like a crown therefore they gave it corona it, imagine it's a virus that walks around with a crown it comes in to steal to kill and to destroy literally it comes in to affect our our cities, our countries. It comes in to, to hit nations, to steal, to kill, and destroy, and it has done just that.
I have gone into prayer and I have prayed and I have prayed and I've literally seen that crown knocked off of that virus. Knocked off of that virus. I want to go to the book of John chapter 16. Uh, in, in John uh, chapter 16, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's explaining to them the tribulation that they're going to go through. You know, Jesus is explaining there he's going to be leaving, but he's not leaving him alone. He says, just as the father is with him, Jesus, Jesus will be with each of them. He'll be with each of us. And he's telling them not to be afraid. Now, I feel during this time, so many people have been afraid, afraid that they were going to get sick. They were going to die. What are they going to do? You know, we've lost our jobs. We've lost so many things. What are we going to do? And I say, but God, but God, John 16, 33 tells us, I was Jesus, Jesus talking, have told you, talking to the disciples and he's talking to us, these things, I have messed this up. Let me go look at it. Somebody find John 16. I have told you these things so that in me, in Jesus, you may have peace. He talks, he tells them, he says, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. In other words, you're going to have frustration. You're going to have anger. You're going to have pain. You're going to have loss. You're going to have loneliness. And you're going to have tons and tons of different problems. But to be of good cheer, because he, Jesus, have overcome the world. Therefore, we have overcome the anger, the frustration, the loneliness, the bitterness. We have overcome all. All of that because of Jesus. I want to share from the Amplified Bible that very same verse. I have told you these things so that in me you may have perfect peace and confidence. You cannot have perfect peace without Jesus in your heart. You cannot have perfect peace without loving him and trusting him and knowing his word. He is the only one that can bring you perfect peace. In the world, you will have tribulation. I think we've gone through tribulation, haven't we? You will have trials and distress and frustration. We've been going through that for the past few months. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Be certain. Be undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I have deprived it of power to harm you and have conquered it for you. So. Why the frustration? Why do we have the frustration? Why are people angry with the government? Do we really have Jesus? Jesus told his disciples, and he's telling us, that the only true peace is through him. He's given peace to us, the believer, to us, the church, to us, the body of Christ. Through him, we have peace with God. So in him, we have peace in our own minds. Be courage, encouraged, because Jesus Christ has overcome the world for each of us. Not just me, not just pastor, not just your neighbor, but for all of us. You know, we really should be reading the word and praying every day because temptation and frustration is no respecter of persons. It will come in. And get you thinking and get your the wheels of your mind 
moving and going and going. And before you know it, you're mad and you're frustrated and you don't even know why. It's happened to me more than 10 times. Jesus forewarned us of all the frustrations and he also taught us how we should stand and fight against the frustration. Let me ask you a little question. How many times during this quarantine have you read the word? How many times have you prayed for at least five minutes? Jesus was sharing with the disciples that he is not alone because the father's with him. And he's sharing with us that we are not alone because he's with us. But we're not going to know his peace. We're not going to know and understand that he's with us unless we get this word open and we read it. We've become so busy with the things in the outside world that we have forgotten about the inside, what we need inside. All through the time of quarantine, Jesus has been with each of us. He's been hearing everyone complain about being stuck at home, having the kids at home, having to teach them. Oh, they don't know about math. They don't know about English. Why do we have to read this? Oh, we have to fix lunch. We have to do that. What am I going to do? I'm pulling my hair out. I'm doing this. I can't go out to eat. I can't go shopping. I have to wear a mask. I have to wear gloves and on and on. Oh, I don't think I need to tell you anymore. Our society has been brought up in the past 20, 25 years to follow the Joneses. Let me tell you what, the Jones family that you're following may not be the family that you want to follow. They may have more problems than you, your brother, your sister put together. People can't stay home. They always need to be going out. They always need to be doing something. They need to be running here, running there, staying busy. Why can't you just sit home and enjoy being there? Why can't you just sit there and have a meal at your kitchen, at your kitchen table? Why can't you just sit and visit and talk to your family? Jesus asked the disciples, could you not tarry with me one hour? One hour. What's happened to us? We are the church. And the church has become a feeding ground of complaints, anger, hatred, jealousy, pointing fingers, and on and on. Now, those things that I just listed are not the fruit of the Spirit. They're the opposite. And each of those things, if we allow them to come in, they frustrate us. They get us frustrated more and more and more. Remember, frustration is an emotion. It'll control our day if we allow it. But we're not moved by our emotions because we're not moved by our feelings. What triggers frustration in our lives? Earlier, I said the church has become a feeding ground for various things, including complaining. If we go back, we will remember that pastor for the past two Sundays has shared with us out of Numbers 13 about the spies who brought in a negative report to Moses and to Aaron. The spies saw the fruit of the land. They saw that was their promised land. They said, yes, it's a land flow with milk and honey. They saw all those things. But what happened? Ten of them came back with a bad report. They said they could never live there because of the giants. We're little bitty grasshoppers in front of them. They're going to beat us up. 
They're going to kill us. They're going to take everything away from us. Oh, but Caleb and Joshua, they they could have walked in frustration after hearing that report. But they held on to the promise. What is the promise that God has given you today? What is the promise that you've been holding on to that you're ready just to put on the shelf and say, forget it? You grab a hold of it and you hold on to it because God is still on the throne. If we allow a small issue to ruin our day, if we don't correct our emotions and our feelings, now I'm talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you, probably more so to myself and my family, I tell you. If we don't correct our feelings, then our emotions will continue to go in the wrong direction. And then frustration takes over. And when that frustration takes over, nothing works out. You see no good anywhere. Everything you look at is wrong. People are wrong. Words they say are wrong. Nobody can do anything right. And what happens? The anger festers and that causes illness. It causes depression. And that's not the way that God wants us to go. Because when that happens, we're going backwards. He wants us to go forward. You know, I don't know about you, but I don't want to be like Lot's wife. I don't want to keep looking back, looking back, looking back. My husband used to tell me, why do you keep looking backwards? Why do you keep looking at the past? Look forward, look forward. And that would frustrate me. And I'd, you know, I'd get upset, but he's right. He was so right. I'm very blessed to have a man that will lead me right back to the Word of God, right back to the Word of God. You may be wondering the difference between emotions and feelings. Um, okay. Emotion, anxiety is an emotion, and it brings on feelings of tension, worry, it can cause headaches. It can literally cause you to have tummy aches and just cause you to be sick. Sick Emotions are physical reactions that come from what we are spec- expecting from a situation such as pleasure or pain. That's two different things, but it's a very fine line right there. No one is expecting a stay-at-home order. We weren't expecting that. We weren't expecting to have to go around wearing gloves or wearing masks. We really wanted to be able to go out and get our groceries. And when we went to get groceries, we didn't expect not to find paper towels, not to find toilet paper, not to find meat. Uh, We could find our vegetables, but then people would say, can we eat our vegetables? Is the coronavirus on our vegetables? What do we do? That's when you pray over it. And you go home and you wash it and you put it in your refrigerator and then you cook it and you eat it. That's child trusting God, having faith that he's going to be there and he's watching over you. Our society is always on the roads doing things. When all of a sudden life stood still and we couldn't find what we needed and we had to sit there and look at the same four walls over and over and over. It really didn't bother me. I kind of liked it. I could play my music as loud as I wanted. I could run and shout. I could I could pray as loud as I wanted. I could beat the devil up as loud as I wanted. It was just me and my two puppies. That's it. I didn't get to see my husband for almost five weeks. He was gone. He was holding down the fort at the plant. And I didn't even want to be around my kids because I didn't know who I had been around or who they had been around. 
But look at us today. We're able to come back and we're able to conquer the things that we thought we couldn't. We're, we're able to hear the word. We're able to come together like this. And one day soon, we won't have to do the elbow bump. One day soon, we can give each other a nice hug and pat on the back. One day soon, we can all sit together uh, and and have bread break bread together and pray together and rejoice together and get back go go back and laugh at some of the things that we did during this quarantine time come on god is looking down all this and he's saying why why are you so down in the dumps everything's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay i am on the throne and i let's see i think this is me, but I really think that we've been given this time to regroup and to think about what we have done in the past and how can we make that better? How can we not pencil in all this stuff on a calendar and you look and you don't have any time left for anything? You don't have any time for really good things that you need to do with your family. You know, that social media, oh, what a devil social media is. It's a life for people. I know people that will sit there and go through Facebook and go through Twitter and start posting things and about Twitter. Oh, it's this, it's that. Someone told me something about a political figure not too long ago because she saw it on Twitter and it had to be true. And I was like, you're crazy. And I told her she was crazy. Uh, you know, you can't believe what's on Twitter, Facebook, the chat, what, whatever that is, that chat, Snapchat, or any of those other things. You can't. The only thing that's real is this book right here. This will tell you your future. This tells you what to expect. This tells you what to do. So quit looking at all that stuff. I have a thing on my phone that tells me, uh, I think it's in settings or something. It will tell me how many hours I have been on my phone. And it popped up this morning and my percentage has gone down 38% in one week because I'm putting it away. Because I'm putting it away. I want to challenge you to put your phone down. And instead of calling people and complaining that this happened or that happened, hit your knees. Hit your knees and ask God to help you and show you the way out. Um, it's time to wake up. It starts to, it's time to start staying away from all the junk that you get off of this thing. It's time to... To start staying away from all the junk that's on the television. My son came in the other day and he said, we can't watch that thing. It's a devil because it steals your time. Television steals your time. It takes time away from your family. It takes time away from the Lord. It takes time away from you. Because you sit there. I'm going to be honest. There was a time when I would wake up. I'd have to go and watch uh, what was it? I watched Good Morning America, and I would sit there and watch it till it was off at 9 o'clock. Then at 9 o'clock, flip right over to the uh, Hallmark Channel and watch Home and Family. Well, that's all until 12, and then, oh, 12, I better go get dressed and get stuff done. Uh, 
and then two o'clock, I'm sitting back down again. Oh, Dr. Phil's coming in. Oh, Dr. Oz is on. Oh, Kelly Clarkson. My whole day. No wonder I wasn't getting anything done. Here's the funny thing. I got a new vacuum cleaner. And I have used that new vacuum cleaner more in the past month than I ever used any of my other vacuum cleaners before. That's because I'm getting myself up and away from that devil TV. That's why. I'm not going to give my peace away. I'm going to hold on to my peace. I'm not giving my peace to any old demon. I'm going to hold on to it because God gave it to me. And he gave it for me to use. He loved me that much. He gave me his peace. We have nothing to fear because as a believer in Jesus Christ, he walks with us. He talks with us. He covers us with his love. Oh, I think I'll write a song. And he covers you. Look at Proverbs 4, verses 20 through 22 of the message translation. It says, listen carefully, my dear child, to everything that I teach you. And pay attention to all that I have to say. Fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. Then, as you unwrap my words, they will impart true life and radiant health into every core of your being. Isn't that beautiful? I read that over and over when I saw it the other day. He says to unwrap his words. His words are like a present. It's Christmas. Every time we open the word, every time we read it, it's Christmas. What a way we can beat frustration and anxiety and keep our emotions in check. You'd be surprised to see all that would be revealed to you as you open his word and you read it. I can't forget about the morning my husband and I lived over in Victoria. And uh, over there, it. It, it hardly rained. We could stand out there and watch the rain go all around the county, all around the county. It never would come here. And our pastures were just turning to dust because there was no grass growing for the for the cattle to eat. He was having to have hay hauled in and uh, getting extra feed for them. And I was reading. And I reminded the Lord, I said, you know, Lord, we really need the rain. It goes all around us, but it doesn't come here. And he told me to go back and read 1 Kings chapter 18. Here it is. This is where Elijah was confronting Ahab. It's such an amazing story. I, I encourage you to go back and read it. Um, beginning in verse 41, Elijah tells Ahab to go eat and drink because he can hear an abundance of rain. He didn't hear it literally. He heard it in his spirit. So Ahab left and he went and uh, he did as Elijah fell as Elijah said, but Elijah was so upset, he went and he threw himself down and he, and he was praying. He told his servant, he said, go out and see what you can see and then come back and tell me. So the servant went out, he looked at the sea and he came back to tell him what he saw. That servant went out there six times and he always returned with the same answer. That he saw nothing. 
he saw nothing. And Elijah was saying, oh, you know, I can just hear him, but we need the rain, the rain. You told me to tell him the rain is coming. The abundance of rain is coming. So he told the servant, he picked his face up off the ground. He told the servant, go back, go back out to the sea and tell me what you see. So the servant went back out there and he comes back and he told Elijah, he saw a small cloud the size of a hand, the size of a hand. And he said it was rising up out of the sea. It was coming up out of the waters. Then as you keep going down to verse 45, it tells where the sky began to turn black. And the winds blew, and suddenly there was an abundance of rain. Well, after I read that chapter, I went outside, and I looked at the sky. And you know when you go outside, it's nothing but blue. It's a whole. It's like somebody got a paintbrush, and it's all, all blue, no white clouds, nothing. There wasn't a cloud in the sky, nothing but blue. Well, I went, I went out there, and I looked, and I looked, and I looked at the cattle. I looked at the pastures. It was so dry and when the wind blew the dirt blew up you know and i just began to declare and decree that the rain was going to fall on milagro ranch that is what the father told me to call that place when we moved there we hit the driveway and he said this is milagro because this is the place for miracles And I want to tell you, I don't know where you are right now, who you are, but I want you to know that you're in a place of miracles. You're in a place of miracles. Begin to declare and decree that your finances are met, that you do have a job. Don't go around saying, I lost my job. I don't have anything. You stop that right now. I'm slapping your hand. You stop it. You do have a job. Your needs are met. You call your place milagro. The place of miracles. Anyway, I began to to pray and and declare decree that rain was going to fall. I, you know, I walked around and I went back inside. And I guess a couple of hours later, I thought, well, it's getting kind of dark outside. So I went on the porch and I'd already talked to my husband. He says, "Is it raining over there?" And I said, "No." Went outside and it was getting dark and everything. And I looked and I saw the cutest little bitty black rain cloud. And I said, you're going to pour water on this ranch. You're going to pour it now. And I want you to know we had the biggest, the best rainstorm I'd ever seen. And I actually went out there and I danced in the rain. And I think I did it one other time when my husband was home. You hear people dancing in the rain, but this city girl found out what it was like to live in an area that only God could take care of. And it it was hard. It was hard to see the cattle losing weight and getting thin and seeing my husband go out there and look around. And anyway, I think I even took pictures of that rainstorm. I took some videos of it. Anyway, the the frustration of dry, dusty pastures left when the rain came. The word and the love of God will always take you from frustration to praise. Always. I'm going to ask you if you will do something. If you will 
join me the next 21 days and write, read your Bible, even if it's just one little chapter a day, and write down what the Lord has shared with you. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. If you can only pray just five minutes, you'll find out that that five minutes will grow to six to seven to eight. I mean, sometimes you can be praying for over an hour, and it's like, really? I thought I just started. I'm telling you, once you start that habit, and I'm calling it a habit, it's a good habit, you won't want to stop. And you'll find that the frustration will go away, your emotions will line up, and healing will come. I can tell when I skip my time with God in the morning, when I skip my study time, my, my day's horrible. It's horrible. Everything seems to go downhill. They're playing music. Okay, and we need to remember that we are God's children and we're his, his heirs. We control the enemy. The enemy doesn't control us. We control the enemy. Don't ever forget that. I'm going to stop here. We would love to pray with you. I mean, Pastor loves to pray for people. He loves to see miracles in your lives. I want to share this with you. Uh, Second Corinthians 4.16. This is out of the Amplified. I love the Amplified. Therefore, we do not become discouraged, which means utterly spiritless exhausted and wearied out through fear though our outer man is progressively decaying and wasting away yet our inner self is being progressively renewed day after day our our i'm sorry for our light and momentary affliction we need to remember that it's momentary it, it's it's not something that's going to last forever this this virus thing that's been going around and has people all topsy-turvy, it's not going to last forever. So why fight? Sit and relax in the very presence and love of the Lord. For our light momentary affliction, the slight distress of the passing hour is ever more and more abundantly preparing and producing and achieving for us an ever everlasting weight of glory beyond all measure excessively surpassing all comparisons and all calculations of vast and transcendent glory and blessedness never to cease since we consider and we look not to the things that are seen but to the things that are unseen remember that we never look to the things that are seen. We always look to the things that are unseen because God knows far more than we do. What we might see here with our, with our natural eye, God already has a plan. The things that are visible are temporal. They're brief and they're fleeting. But the things that are invisible are deathless and everlasting. Maybe today you're dealing with frustration. I don't know. 
I've been having it. Today you can give all your frustrations to Jesus. Maybe you're dealing with discouragement. Maybe you've been wearied out with fear. Don't let fear come in. Fear brings so many things. It brings sickness and disease. Today, let's just cast it all out. Let's just not worry about it anymore. Let's go on and trust the Lord with what he has for us. If you, um, if you have a prayer request and you need prayer, you can email us to connect at tgp.church, and we'll be happy to pray with you. Um, I'm going to close for now, and Pastor's going to come up here. And I, I just want to thank you for allowing me to come into your homes and to share a little bit with you. Um, pastor's looking, we may have. Okay. Thank you so much. And once again, moms, happy Mother's Day. Have a beautiful day. Hug your children or elbow bump them or whatever it is you do. And just enjoy the day. Go outside and look at the beautiful sky that the Lord has given us. He's given us so many things to enjoy that are free. Love you. Amen. I want to um, just kind of go from what mom was talking about. And when I was sitting there and listened to mom, she while, while she was pre preaching, the thing that I heard in my spirit was, um, don't let the enemy frustrate you. You frustrate the enemy. And I want to encourage you, you know, you might ask me, well, how do I frustrate the enemy? And the way you frustrate the enemy is simply by standing on the promise of God, not losing, not losing your focus, staying connected, staying close to the father, doing what he says. Oh, yes, frustration will come. Yes, you'll go through stuff. Life happens. We all go through stuff. But you have to make a decision that it's not going to push my buttons. It's not going to dictate my day. It's not going to dictate my life. I'm going to continue forward, moving forward. And I'm not going to uh, get distracted. And when mom mentioned a minute ago, when I walked in her house, said, turn the TV off. And it's because it was, it was affecting me as well. Because we, you, you sit there, but now that I don't have a, a job anymore, I, I, I can get so distracted in watching the news or watching uh, my favorite HGTV show. And that will last forever on, on the channel. And so we got to determine that we're not going to be uh, distracted. We got to get it, get ourselves, get ourselves a schedule and we got to start following and because i'm gonna tell you something the enemy wants to frustrate you the enemy wants to get you distracted and wants to cause you grief but the devil is a liar amen and so we're not gonna we're not gonna let the enemy frustrate us we're gonna frustrate the enemy and uh, we're gonna begin that today i do want to encourage you like mom said spend 21 days in his presence 21 days of presence that praying and reading your bible and, and just really positioning yourself to receive more from God in the next 21 days. It's a good day to get refocused, to get recalibrated, to get reset. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. I'm going to pray with you. Father, we just thank you today for today's word. Father, we thank you that it did not fall on deaf ears and hard hearts, but Father, we receive it gratefully. 
and joyfully. Thank you so much, Father, for releasing that word over us. So we will not live in frustration, but we're going to live in joy all the days of our lives. Father, show us. Show us when the enemy's coming in. Show us, show us when we become distracted. Show us when things begin to, when the wheels begin to fall off, so to speak, so that we can make sure that we stay focused and, and glued in and, and tied in to what you're doing in this hour. Father, we thank you for each person today that's watching, that will watch this broadcast later. Father, we thank you for your healing power. Father, you know every need, you know every person, what they need and what they're, what they're needing now to be taking place in their life. So, Father, we just thank you for suddenly moments, for significant moments in the presence of God. Father, we thank you that angels go before us. Father, we thank you for protecting your people. We bless each person today in Jesus' name. We'll see you Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. God bless you.